Human lives follow many paths, presenting twists and turns and choices never planned, never expected. Temptation, anger, depression, loneliness, all can lead a person to a mistake they can't take back. Facing judgment and isolation, a person can feel very alone. These are the voices of women who chose to cheat on their spouses or partners. Hear their stories. This is Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity. Hello, this is Rebecca, and welcome back to Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity. This is episode two, and it's the second half of my own personal story. Um, but before we get to that, I wanted to share something with you that's kind of on my heart. Um, I decided to reach out to some relationship sites on Facebook, you know, maybe do some polls. And basically what it was saying was, hey, ladies, have you cheated on your husband or partner? You know, of course, there are a lot of people out there that are quick to judge. People were altering my poll and adding like, yes, I'm a whore or all these horrible things. So I took them down, but that was my fault because I didn't put up the precaution so that the people couldn't do that. But, um, some people were really, really candid with me about stories that they had cheated. It was just real minor and I'm reached out to them and hopefully they'll be willing to share stories with us. But it just goes to show how quick people are to judge. So, I had found this great little, you know, picture ad that I shared. Um, It looked like a website called Whisper had put it on. And the question is, is one, have you ever cheated? If so, why? Did you stay with the person you cheated on? And the second half of the question was, have you ever had someone cheat to be with you? And if so, did they stay? Of course, leading the question of, you know... Every circumstance is different and, you know, people say, well, if they cheated to be with you, you know, how do you know they're not going to cheat on you to be with somebody else? Um, That was on my own Raw Truth Facebook page. Um, And then this is what I added to it. And it says, hello, friends. I am a cheater and I take full responsibility and I am accountable for the choices I made. Nobody forced me to do it. The choices were all mine. And I know that there are a lot of women out there who have experienced the same thing. And I find it so troubling when others are so quick to jump and judge and call names. I've reached out to some Facebook groups doing polls or just flat out asking and people just simply say, because the woman is a whore or worse. She's a cheater, right? Uh, This podcast that I'm doing is intended to help women as well as helping men seeking to understand perhaps why their wife cheated or girlfriend cheated. Uh, That these people may find themselves in a situation where they're cheating and they feel stuck or they feel like their life is in a cycle of lies. Um, It is, you know, and I'm not doing this to condone It is here to simply support, help people understand, uh, help people who feel stuck. Because I can tell you, I felt like I was on a train going nowhere. I went from one to the other, to the other, to the other. And it was just this nonstop cycle. 
Um, okay, and then I added, if you have a story you'd like to share, please send it. You will remain anonymous. If you are a man that cheated, go ahead and share that with me because I may be doing a future episode on that. And if you are a man whose wife or girlfriend cheated and you would like to express how you feel about the whole thing, send me your story as well. Um, We can't help each other unless we're willing to share. And privacy is important and no one will know it's you. Um, And I actually had somebody who was writing out a story who couldn't believe the amount of pages they were writing about it and how therapeutic it actually felt for them. So I kind of mentioned that in the post as well. Uh, But this was just on my heart today. And, you know, my goal again with this is to help people and hopefully maybe people who haven't been in the situation who really don't know what to think, um, about it and who are quick to say, well, they're horse, well, they're this, well, whatever, uh, that maybe they'll tune in, they'll learn that, you know, it has something to do with other than sex, especially with women. A lot of these things are tied to an emotional behavior and needs and so many different things behind it. No, it's still not okay to cheat, but it's happening. It has happened and it's going to continue to happen. And I mean, it goes back. I'm a big um, fan of the Renaissance. I mean, you look at Henry VIII, and I think it was like his sixth wife. She cheated on him left and right. She got her head cut off at the end, but it's not like it's something that's new. It's going to happen, and it's just the way of it. So with all that being said, welcome. I'm going to go ahead and just recap slightly in a way, um, there is a little bit more to the story that I think that um, goes with the first episode, um, but will kind of blend into the second one. So, um, like I was saying, I had cheated on my husband. Um, I had, you know, hooked up with a uh, friend. And after that, I started seeing somebody else and I just felt that I needed to tell my husband. Um, and I, I didn't know what he'd do. Um, I know it would destroy my kids. And basically I vowed to never do it again. And I tried to be honest. We went to marriage counseling. I pretended to go through the motions, you know, I kept getting tempted by this friend and getting pushed and I would get so mad at this other person and I just it's like I couldn't escape it and um I don't know there's just so much collateral damage that was taking place you know bottom line I wasn't attracted to my husband um but I couldn't tell him that how do you say that Um, you know, he was always suspicious and, and eventually he started trusting again. Um, and when I felt that things were safe, I went back to my old habits and, um, you know, there were several men in that time frame. And like I mentioned in the last episode, one that was a close friend of my husband's, um, who was also married, you know, basically, I got into a relationship with him and, you know, I 
just couldn't stay away from him and we we would act like you know we were a true couple you know we made plans we did all these different things and finally when all of that came to light the collateral damage was so huge I mean I lost my children I lost my home because I couldn't afford to live in that house and support the children um, I lost friends I lost the respect of friends and some family you know I was embarrassed to even go to my children's school because I thought that they knew because my ex-husband was very open about telling everybody and anybody that would listen um, so I was just trying to pick up the pieces of my life and try and be stable you know with my children that I only got to see every other weekend and of course not on good terms with their dad and stories that the children learned from their dad confused them and then they would ask me and I would tell them a different story and you know I wasn't probably the nicest person about their dad either though I tried as much as I could but you know my ex-husband's at a point now where he will admit he said things that were probably not appropriate for the children to hear at the time. So a couple weeks go by, I'm in this apartment and just trying to keep it together. And I get a phone call from my friend. And of course, this is the friend, you know, the whistleblower, as I said, and the one that my ex-husband said, she's never going to talk to you again. You destroyed her and all this stuff. Basically, she was calling me and begging me for forgiveness. Um, she gave her reasons why she did it. And I really didn't know what to say or do at the time. I was trying to still figure out my own life. And, you know, everything was happening all within a matter of a few weeks, you know, and that's a lot to take on and balance when you're you know, basically grieving that you're an idiot for the stuff that you did. I mean, the things you think of. Um, denial, though, still is in there partially and sadness and all of those things. So here I am trying to move forward. She's asking for forgiveness. And I said, you know, it's going to probably take time. And who messages me on uh, email but that last guy? You know, the one that I talked about in episode one that said he would never leave. And yet there he took off while I sat in my car wondering what I was going to go home to face because uh, my ex-husband had found out about it and my kids were there and I was going to have to go face the music. I just remember that my ex-husband learned that I was talking to this man again and he used this phrase, you can't build a foundation from ashes. And I really tuned him out at the time, but... I can understand that now. Um, of course, that person and I didn't succeed. Um, and I still felt as though I was betraying my ex. Um, and with all of that, and I used him prior to ending the relationship, but there was no love. Basically, I had hit rock bottom. And... You know, there actually came a time where I met this other man, and he happens to be the man that I'm married to now, and I'm so thankful and fortunate for him. But I had come from a time in the last or prior few years that relationships weren't relationships, right? 
you meet, you get to know each other, you have sex, maybe a couple of times, but it moves fast. So this man that I met was a little bit older than me, and he didn't work at that speed, and it confused me. Very friendly, uh, gregarious personality, but again, confusing to me. I was used to men who were like ready to do it the first day they meet you kind of a thing. And so I got real confused and felt like maybe this guy really wasn't interested in me, but I enjoyed his company. Um, so I started um, talking to this person that had been involved with me at the end of my marriage and decided that I didn't want to see this other new man anymore. And I sent him a message saying that I'm in love with this other man and all this stuff. And, you know, you and I aren't going to be seeing each other anymore. And of course I did it over text like a real chicken shit. And I remember him being pretty hurt and saying, well, I guess we just are at a fork in a road and if that's what you want that's what you want and um you know here again I have my ex-husband in the back of my ear saying hey you know you can't be doing that you can't be doing that still you know wanting to control things even though I'm not there but because everything is still so fresh I can't exactly ignore it because I'm thinking of how my children would react to this. I, I was trying to please everybody, trying to please myself, and all I kept doing was screwing up. Um, so he and I ended, and I started getting more serious with the man I'm married to now. And once again, this man came around. Now I was cheating on the new man in my life and with this other guy. And I kept this other guy my dirty little secret. I wasn't going to, you know, I kept telling him that I was going to break things off with this other guy. You know what? I don't think he's really into me. I get confused and, you know, this and that. Um, and then when um, I would see the man, like, again, the man that I'm married to now, when we were just dating, he'd go to bed and I'd go, meet up with this other guy and finally that other guy got tired of being that other guy and he went to the man I'm married to now and he showed him texts and he blew me out of the water completely and at that point in time I vowed to myself and to my future husband I would not look back and I'm proud to say that I never did look back I realized how much this other man did care for me and how much I was hurting him. And I had been so used to being so destructive and making poor choices and not really caring about what was going on and how it affected other people until I really saw this and it was time to make a decision and get my head out of my ass and grow up. So, you know, during that time period, I almost lost him. He and I were able to get through it. And we've been together many years now and been married several years as well. And there's no um, concern about looking the other way. I'm truly attracted to this man. I love him with all my heart. I can't imagine my life without him. He's supportive in anything I want to do, including this podcast, which is a pretty sensitive subject but he's there and supports it. 
Um, I think one situation, um, or not really situation, but he brought me back to God. And yes, I am a Christian and I'm not going to go off on um, Bible thumping or anything like that. But he brought me to a church that um, preached, if you're not a broken person, then this isn't the place for you. And it really helped me work on forgiving myself and um, just being able to realize I made a mistake and that we're human. I mean, I still, and I'm choking up as I'm talking to you about it, but my selfish ways hurt so many other people. It hurt not only, you know, myself, my children, it hurt my ex-husband, it hurt several wives, it hurt other people's children that were involved because then their parents were getting hurt. Um, my reputation with my co-workers, everything. You know, my family stood by me, but um, there are a lot of people that listened to my ex-husband, but they still knew me as who I was and gave me that grace, and I appreciate that. Um, though still, to this day, after all these years, I still feel so ashamed. Um, I think things were very ugly with my ex for years. Um, and I even told him that as my husband, he should never have allowed me or himself to be put in a situation, like I explained in episode one, about being around other people in a sexual situation. And I wasn't blaming him, but it came to, because I chose my own path. I ultimately let it happen. But um, as a husband, why would he allow me to be in a situation around other people like that? Why would he put himself in that? And my husband now would have taken me completely out of the situation and said that is absolutely not okay. You know, I will not blame others. Again, I'm very accountable for my own actions. Um, but as a spouse, you want to protect the person you love. So basically, I'm wanting to share my story. And I, you know, I really hope that my story helps others. You know, maybe it makes people sit back and realize there's more to the whole picture, um, the mistakes they made the mistakes maybe somebody else made and, you know, forgive yourself. I know it's hard and I know some people cheat as a form of revenge because other people cheated. Um, I didn't, I cheated just because I wanted to explore. I wasn't attracted to my husband and I enjoyed that uh, feeling you get when you know somebody is attracted to you and and you get that high you might know what i mean it's almost a feeling of euphoria i guess you could say but um doing this also will help me heal continue healing um, with the intent to help others so i ask others who have experienced this to be sure that you do take accountability for your actions don't blame others you know don't 
do things just because somebody else did it. Take the higher road. Stop the pattern. And being transparent and honest is always the safest card you can play because then you don't have to worry about covering things up, covering things up, covering things up, and then feeling like you're going to mess up on your cover up. And when things don't start adding up, lies on lies on lies on lies. As I do wrap up this episode, I just wanted to extend thank you to a person who's been helping me get through this whole recording, mixing thing. Um, his name is Phil and he is the podcast doctor. And I don't know what I would have done without his help. So I just wanted to send a big thank you to him and other podcasters that are in need of some advice and help. You know, he's definitely the person to get in touch with or I wouldn't have gotten this far. Or if I did, nobody probably would be able to understand what I was saying. But on that note, thank you so much for tuning in and I look forward to our next episode where we're going to start sharing stories from other people who have experienced this. If you have a story you would like to share with others, please email me, rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. And as always, you will remain anonymous. And I hope you all have a wonderful day. And remember, no judgment. Goodbye.